The following is a special sponsored edition of the Big Four Bio Podcast. I'm Daniel Levine, and this is the Big Four Bio Podcast. The biotech showcase has grown into an essential part of the start of the new year in biotech as investors and industry executives gather in San Francisco to meet each January. This year's event offers a dazzling array of content opportunities for interaction. We spoke to Tina Elder, Global General Manager of EDB Group, which co-produces the biotech showcase with Demi Colton, about what's in store for this year's biotech showcase what people can expect, and what participants can do to get the most out of the conference. Tina, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to talk about the biotech showcase, the specialized showcases within it, and how participants can get the most out of this year's event. With public markets coming to life at the end of the year, it seems to be setting up a big year for the biotech showcase, which has become an essential part of the new year in biotech financings. As we approach this year's conference, what are you hearing from presenters and attendees? Yeah, well, thanks for that. Uh, there seems to be a lot of enthusiasm, actually. I was wondering um, how the sentiment would be this year, kind of given the macro environment. Um, and there have been some measured responses, but in general, people seem to be really excited to get out there and present and partner and just make the most of the week. This event brings together investors with innovators and, and kicks off the new year in biotech alongside the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco. What role has this event come to play for life sciences companies, particularly as they think about fundraising in the new year? Yeah, so we've been around uh, for quite some time now. So we've grown uh, grown together with a lot of them. We started off as a home for small companies during healthcare week, and it's really evolved into a home for companies all the way from seed up to public, um, kind of every stage of the life cycle. And with over a thousand investors expected at the event, many companies uh, are excited about that. You know, they want to get out and partner, have those conversations. Biotech Showcase will have a virtual component this year, although that'll run after the in-person event. I think a lot of people with COVID had had some joy in attending a conference from the comfort of their home, but it's really not the same. During the past year, I've heard a lot of people express their happiness to be back in real meetings and energized by that. Give me the lay of the land this year by the numbers. How many attendees, sessions, partnering meetings and presenting companies do you expect? Yeah, so we're expecting over 3,500 attendees. We do offer that virtual offering. About 5% of people take us up on it, um, people who maybe can't travel um, this year. Around 1,000 investors are expected of that 3,500, uh, coming from around 2,300 unique companies and 35 countries. So it's a really global meeting. Uh, we're expecting around 8,000 of those one-to-one -one meetings to take place and over 350 presenting companies uh, for the week. The partnering sessions are always high interest for investors and companies. It's been a tough financing environment. There's a lot of money on the sidelines today. What kinds of interest are you seeing in this part of the conference this year? 
Yeah, we're fortunate that Biotech Showcase and its family of events attract investors representing over $400 billion in capital um, and highly motivated strategic partners in the life science ecosystem. So 36% of attendees are investors. And I mentioned we're expecting that 8,000 one-to-one meetings to take place. So there's really a lot of opportunity. The agenda is once again packed. The, the sessions generally run an hour each and extend across three days. How do you think about putting together this agenda? And are there a few sessions you can highlight? Yeah. So firstly, full credit to our incredible program team. So as you know, we partnered with the Demi Colton uh, Life Science Partners uh, together with the EBD program team to put together a really uh, incredible agenda. And they research a lot of uh, the relevant topics that they want to include and cover a lot of ground with their programming. So uh, we're covering the latest developments in therapeutic areas, such as cell and gene therapy. We also discussed some larger issues um, like healthcare access and equity for all and government regulations and policy. And then we obviously address the current financial environment with a number of sessions, such as getting noticed in the current financial digimed landscape and biotech funding. Times are tough. Will it get better in 2024? And then uh, we look at the global industry as well. And, and this year have a focus session on the current state of Asia Pacific region, global considerations and key initiatives. And then in terms of the format, we don't want to lecture the audience, so we don't have slides. We try to make our uh, sessions as conversational as possible, and we want to keep the audience engaged, so we talk uh, with them and encourage questions. There are two other showcases contained within the Biotech Showcase. That's the DigiMed Showcase and the Seed Showcase. Do people have to register for each of these? No, they're all included. So all, all three are uh, included as part of your access to the conference. Well, can give a brief overview and highlight of what to look for in each of those. Let's start with the DigiMed Showcase. What can people expect there? Yeah, absolutely. With the convergence that has occurred between healthcare and technologies and as investment in DigiMed companies has gone considerably down, there's a lot to learn. Um, we've created five DigiMed sessions and weaved them into the full biotech showcase event, uh, tying together themes of innovation, investment, um, regulations, and partnering in the DigiMed space. Um, and delegates can expect to hear from leaders on topics um, such as digital therapeutics, AI, machine learning, regulatory environment updates, med devices, new tool integration, companion diagnostics. I can go on and on, <laughs> but there's really a lot that they'll get out of those sessions. And how about the Seed Showcase? Yeah, Seed Showcase is, uh, is really exciting for us as well. There's a notable group of VCs that will give um, opinions and offer advice and strategies for seed companies to attract investment and extend their runway. Uh, for sustainable growth. And Seed Showcase itself will highlight innovation from 50 young innovative companies. And we're really excited to see them present. There are a few panel sessions I wanted to highlight. These are open to the public, but require people to RSVP for the sessions. They'll all take place on Wednesday, January 10th in the Imperial Ballroom at the Hilton San Francisco and Union Square and run one after the other. The first of these is virtual reality technology, AI and biosensing, converging to transform mental health. What can people expect in this session? Yeah, so the uh, virtual reality AI, AI and biosensing technologies are already impacting behavioral medicine and mental health care. And we know from decades of clinical research that VR AR technology can provide breakthrough solutions that can address the most difficult problems in mental health care. The focus on technology isn't surprising, but why the context of its application in mental health? So these technologies can improve the clinical measurements and assessments used in behavioral medicine by making them more objective and functional. And as the cost of healthcare rises, this confluence of emerging technology will be used as a foundation for next generation telemedicine platforms to reduce the cost of care delivery 
and uh, improve clinical efficacy um, and reach previously underserved populations. So we're excited about that. That panel is followed by Women's Health, a huge area attracting new investment. How neglected an area has this been and what do you think that's causing interest to change? So women's health has historically been an area that faced underinvestment. The global women's health market size was 35 billion in 2019 and is projected to reach 41 billion by 2027, mainly due to the prevalence of women's only diseases such as osteoporosis, menopause, infertility, and of course the most common cancer in women, breast cancer, which affects 2.1 million women each year. What can people expect in this session? The audience can um, hear from four companies committed to improving women's health in areas such as longevity, women's reproductive health, and fertility. Finally, you're, you're having a media roundup heard around the square. What insights will attendees get from this section? This session is an annual favorite uh, bookend to the, to the week. We've been running it for a number of years now, uh, and the panel includes several journalists that will share their insights from a full week of announcements, presentations, and pitches. It's a great way to get your arms around what has been happening all around the city during what can be an incredibly busy week. Are you doing anything different this year? Yes, so we're opening up the last three sessions on Wednesday, as you mentioned, um, and that's new this year. We've invited people in for the media roundup in the past. But this year, we really want to give people access to the AI and women's health sessions as well. And can companies still register it this year to present? Yes. So we're accepting uh, applications to present and reviewing those on a rolling basis. The final deadline will be December 31st, and link is on the website for people to apply. What advice would you give attendees for how they can get the most out of this year's showcase? So my best advice would be to prepare for the opportunities you'll encounter across the week. So the meeting is powered by Partnering One, and we'll be facilitating thousands of one-to-one meetings over the course of the three days. Attendees who get their meetings booked prior to the time at the event will have the most productive outcomes, of course. But there's also bumping into people in the lobby, in the hallways of the event, on the streets between meetings, and in your presentation room after pitching. And the city will be packed with investors and deal makers. And I just encourage people to take advantage of all those opportunities. And where can people go to learn more, view the agenda, and, and register? Yeah, so you can find that all on biotechshowcase.com, um, and we, we're excited to see you there. Tina Helder, Global General Manager of EDB Group, which co-produces the Biotech Showcase with Demi Colton. Tina, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. The Big Four Bio Podcast is brought to you by Big Four Bio, leading aggregator service of the top life sciences regions around the world. To subscribe for free to Big Four Bio's daily newsletters, go to big4bio.com. This podcast is produced by the Levine Media Group for Big Four Bio. Our theme music is provided for the podcast by the Jonah Levine Collective and appears on the album Attention Deficit. Alpha Pup Records.